What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my love. Uh, ready to talk about some sex? Yes, please. All right. uh, we were just talking there about uh, we just had a, we had a fan just reach out to us, uh, and he was like, "Hey, I'm an electronic artist, uh, and I want to um, make some music using samples of your guys's conversations and send it to you." Maybe which you is can- like the highest honor. Oh my god, are you kidding me? It's like if someone made fan art for us. You know what I mean? Um, so. I mean, if you're listening, whoever you are, I forget your name. It was on Instagram, but um, fuck yeah, please do it. Yeah, and send it our way. One hundred percent permission. One hundred percent permission. Um, we'll never <laughs> take you to court. <laughs> yeah. Although we have a lawyer in our family. We do. <laughs> He's my go-to for questionable things that I put on the internet. We and we go to him for a lot for yeah. things like that. Yeah, we do. Uh, babe, ready to talk about some sex? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, I wonder what should we talk about. I, I just realized that I found I've I've found a new kink. What's that? Um I I didn't know Like this. you discovered it? I discovered it in myself. About yourself, not like in the world. <laughs> You're not a pioneer of this particular kink. I found a new kink and it shall now be known as Jeremy's <laughs> Jeremy's <Jeremy's-ness. laughs> No, it's a it's a kink that I've discovered in myself that I didn't know I had. I am um, so curious. Spit play. 
Aha. I know. Now, here's the thing is I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant to talk about this because I know because I'm I after engaging in it a number of times now, but specifically very recently engaging in it when it was over, I questioned if it was with Becca. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sleeping with Becca yeah. other than you. Uh, I said, is this really gross? And she was like, well, I'm really into it, so no, but I'm sure other people would find it kind of gross. And so I'm a little hesitant to talk, talk about, about it, it yeah. because I know that it's going to totally like gross some people out. Right. But I mean, holy- even the mention of spit. I know my sister, if she's listening, she's just like, even can't handle being in the same room if I'm brushing my teeth and I spit in the sink. Oh, man. I can't. It, I, it's blowing my mind how into it I am. Okay. Like enough that it will like, I'll, I'll come immediately okay which is interesting because i've also just recently discovered a little tiny little bit of spit play and it's super hot and uh it's crazy that we're finding these things at the same time but with different people i know really funny so do you want to know how i came to to yeah just i mean very clinically yeah so here's the thing uh was watching some porn with becca yeah uh, she's she's subscribed on Patreon to this uh, this this porn service, I guess. Um, it's like a production company called A Four Chambered Heart, and oh, they have yes. a Patreon. And their their porn we kind of talked about it on the podcast before, I think. But their porn is um, it's like really really visually stunning, and it's 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 like made by these. Um, sort of like alternative porn stars. Like it's no one you've ever really seen before. Like if you're someone who like frequents, you know, like, like the top 40 on, on like Pornhub. Right. Um, you know, it's a lot of like alt models, um, every different shape, size, color, a lot of piercings, a lot of tattoos, but the, the visuals, like it's, it's like a, it's like art house porn, you know, it's like a couple of like, like, like cinematography grads were like, let's just make the, like some really cool cinematography and just fill it with like really hot sex. So there's this one series and there's a, there's two or three videos and the, the, the title is just exchange. And basically um, it's like this, the one that we watched was it's this threesome with this guy, man, he's like, he's such a, he's, he's a total babe. Um, He's got this like really like, I actually love watching like all the videos he's in. He's got this aw- amazing dick. It's like the, the it's a dick that I'm going. I'm a little more interested in dick now with this guy. Right. Like he's got a really nice dick, but he had his he must have had his head pierced. So like the tip, like not the tip of his dick, like where the where the pee hole would be, but on the top, like so where like an alligator's eyes would be. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He's got like alligator eye holes. Okay. So he must have had like the top of his head pierced. Got it. Or something. That would feel neat. And it's, so the, it's so putting super, that on the checklist of things very to extreme. do before I die. He also has a um, scarification on his chest, and it's like the it's the this, shape like, of a penis. It's kind of the shape of like a, a, a peace sign. It goes down to his uh, rib cage, okay, okay. and then down around. It looks like he would have had like a. Like open, open heart, heart surgery yeah. or something, but it's actually just scars. Like it's it's just body modification, scarification. But he just looks so fucking rad. So anyway, this like really cool guy that I'm like kind of crushing on, and these two very sexy 
um, women. And they're the whole video. There's not a lot of like, <coughs> there's not much penetration in the video. It's a lot of um, oral, everybody doing oral to each other and a lot of making out, but the making out and the oral is often happening with more than uh, like the making out would be like three mouths or like the oral would be two mouths on like the vagina or on the penis. And when it's all going on, there's like heavy, heavy amounts of spit being just like exchanged. Yeah. Now I remember when I was younger, I, I came across like a, uh, it was like snow, it was called snowballing, which is like, um, I believe snowballing is like when someone comes in someone's mouth and then like the, the, the like person then exchanges it with somebody else and then like Got it. back and forth in the mouth. And I was it's just so gross to me. But this is pretty much what that is, except it's just not cum. It's just spit. And it's like the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life when I'm watching this, right? So, fast forward to like a few nights later, Becca and I are, are engaging in coitus and I were, were having sex and out of nowhere, she just... We're like really heavily making out while we're having sex. And she tells me to spit in her mouth. Mm-hmm. And I like... Just did it. Uh, just did it and like lost it. Like it was like the craziest thing anyone ever said to me in my life kind of thing. Yeah. Like this light bulb went off and I was like, yes. Like, you know. Uh, and so I did it. And then since that moment, there's been a number of times where we've kind of just like engaged in like this spit exchange thing but it's gotten really really have you ever spit has she ever spit your cum into your mouth no she hasn't spit cum into my mouth our, our doorbell just went our, yeah. our guest, our guest is, here. is here uh here let's put a pause on this the magic of podcasting go get him and we'll continue this conversation okay okay and now okay now we're back has she ever spit your cum into your mouth no no uh well well no she hasn't spit it but like i've come into her mouth and then like like she's rooted my tongue like rooted my like no i've just like run my tongue through her mouth okay and like the thing like the thing that we're that's big or like that we're like so i've never again like this is never something that i've ever had interest in but all of a sudden these like feelings i'm just like flooded with like oh my god like i just can't get enough spit uh-huh. which sounds so fucking weird for me to say because it it's something that i used to look at and be like oh god it's so gross yeah um and so now i'm just like so she didn't spit into my she didn't spit the cum into my mouth yeah but like she had so much excess saliva in her mouth because like we're working up this spit because we're trying to and now she's got the cum in her mouth and so I would like like dig my tongue into her mouth and then pull the cum out so that it's like streams of cum from wow. her mouth to my, like a bridge of cum. The, okay, that's, I, draf- that's graphic. I feel like people are... <laughs> I feel like there's some people listening going... I am out. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I am unsubscribing. I did not ask for Please that. Please don't unsubscribe. Just keep the subscribe button hit and just that, uh, because we just need it. Just but, fast uh, forward like 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's exciting. Yeah. So it's like, it's this whole new thing and it's get, it's just getting, it's ramping up in intensity. Um, and it's the kind of thing where I'm like, 
you know, so we, we kind of mentioned how we had we had our first threesome. Yeah. And and like you know, it's like what's the etiquette of a threesome? You know what I mean? It's like like can you can you when you're in the middle of it, it's like would it would 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 the the girl we were with it, with just like run away if I just start like like fucking spitting on Becca? <laughs> you know, right. you know what I mean? Just like spitting on her tits and like rubbing it in. Just, like would she just be like, what the fuck is going nah. on here? Nah, I think like in the moment when you go into that world with people, a different kind of reality. Mm. Mm-hmm. descends which is like generally whatever happens if people are indicating that they're into it is going to be okay yeah like at the live show we were talking about fisting yeah and you were like i don't know i draw the line there if someone i said if someone said like put your whole fist in me you're like yeah i don't know i feel like blah, blah blah and i talked about this later with someone and it was just like no i think in the moment the, anyone asks you for anything uh, and you just do it. And I've had the same experience with someone saying, spit in my mouth, and I just fucking did it. Yeah. And, and did you dig it? I totally dug it. I mm-hmm. haven't had someone spit in my mouth, though. Right. But I'm into for, for sure. Right. Do you think that... So the, when you did this, I'm guessing it was with the, the boyfriend that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did Now, did that turn into something that you got like you started like playing with each other's spit and stuff like that? Or was it just like, oh, yeah, you spit it actually mouth. started really non-sexually. I think it really started in like, I am so into you that I'm like gonna, I'm going to cut pieces of your body off and eat them. And then, like, yeah. And then it was just like, I'm so into you that I want to like drink your saliva. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. aggressive, right? Yeah, so aggressive. I get it. Yeah, but yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then eventually it was just like spit in my mouth. Okay, right. Yeah. It just got real. It, it just turned into like hot sex. Eventually. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's my new thing. I'm really into So glad to be in this with you and at the same time just... Uh, on the sidelines. On the sidelines yeah, observing. Watching. Yeah. Yeah, like I... Yeah. Let's keep, uh, let's keep track of this and... Share notes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't know how much further it can go. Well, no, I don't know how much further, uh, the, I feel like what I just divulged yeah. is a lot for listeners. Listeners. If that's yeah. a lot for you, maybe, uh, you not. could just comment on the Facebook page or send us a mail and let us know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just a little, uh, sensitive because I feel, it, like you were once really turned off by it. Yeah, and, and it's so new to me, right? Because yeah. like I said to Becca, like like I said to her, is this really gross? That we're like, is this really gross that I'm so into this? Yeah. And of course, you know, her no, her response is it. like, no, we're into this. Like yeah. some people will find it gross, of course. And yeah, yeah, of course. So I don't know. Uh all right. Yeah, I know. Thanks uh, for you, sharing. Do you want to hit the brain boner? All it's right. not actually a brain boner. Uh, in that it's not a question, but it's an anecdote. And uh, Bride, I don't think you've actually read this fully. Um, so why don't you read it? Because okay. it made me, it tickled me pink. Oh, man. Okay. Hey, Jaren and Bridie. Love the podcast. Less a brain boner, more an anecdote here. I'm casually sleeping with a Quebecois friend of mine. So you can totally call him if you want and last night I decided to try dirty talking en français I thought it went super well then I realized that instead of saying 
fuck me like you own me. I had actually said, kiss me like... (laughs) Kiss me like I'm your clean thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you dirty girl. When I brought it up to him this morning, he just laughed and said, I figured it out. But now you understand my moment of sheer confusion. Definitely. Just wondering if either of you slash any other listeners have had similar lost in translation moments during sex, whether operating in the same language or not, communication is pretty key and sometimes results in some funny misinterpretations. Hope you're both enjoying the long weekend. XO. Uh, I love that. You know what I love about that is um, fuck me like you own me. I actually really like kiss me like I'm your clean thing. I want to try that. (laughs) Yeah, that's way hotter. (laughs) I can throw that in. Uh, Fuck you like me. You own me. That that was... um, that that's really hot. When I read that, I was like, "Ooh, I like that." You're gonna use that. You're gonna yeah. pull that out. Yeah. It's funny because dirty talk right now in my life is uh, is uh, it's a lot of like, "Hey, um, I'm gonna get up now and make some coffee," <laughs> and like while sex is happening, and it's like, "Yeah, okay," and then it just sex keeps happening, and it's like, "Okay, um." Wait, while you're making the coffee, the sex is still happening? You're, like, no. blending the b- beans and getting, like, reamed? <laughs> I've, no, I've fantasized about that for sure. But, no, there's, a, like, a lot of dirty talk that has... I, it's not dirty talk. It's just talk during sex about things that don't have anything to do with wow. what's happening. That's really interesting. Because it's just the sound of someone's voice right. that is right. r- that I'm really into. Yeah. Um uh, well, it's funny with this whole spit thing. Yeah. Dirty talk is beca- like is becoming it's well, it's become it, it with the whole daddy thing. Yeah. Like it's a very it's very apparent with Becca and I. Um yeah, it's it's, it's a lot, but it's not mundane things. It's very like I've actually it's the it's the deepest I've ever gone with like dirty talk okay. before, yeah. I'm totally enjoying this cuz talking so, I don't know, I can't get into this, I guess, but it has been a tradition so far in this new relationship that I'm in that, that I'm a storyteller, and so I'm telling stories, like, like, hey, tell me a story, and I'll be like, once upon a time, there's blah, 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 and like, in two seconds, we're asleep. But this started happening during sex recently. Tell me a story while, while you're banging? Yeah, tell me a story. And it'll be like, okay, once upon... And it's completely in... in audible because it's just like it's happening while the fucking is happening <laughs> once upon a time exactly pretty much there, there were three sheep that's they were jumping over fucking i, I can't i can't continuity one sheep two sheep <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway fuck so which is crazy because i know you're not into this but your sexual chakra and your uh, creativity chakra uh, are the same chakra okay and so sometimes when sex is happening i'm like i feel very creative Okay. So I can make up my imagination is going wild. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe there. Maybe there's a connection there. Um, I don't know. Well, I did have a boyfriend. My first real serious long term boyfriend of uh, many years. He was a French immersion student, and I used to ask him to whisper things to me in French, and I had no fucking idea what he was saying. He could have cool. been saying anything. And it was hot. You liked that? I loved it. Well, it's that it's that thing of like hearing someone's voice in your ear while they're inside he you, or while you're anything. inside them. It's like, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. The, I don't remember ever like saying something that someone thought I said something different or anything like that. But there was the one there was one time where you and I uh, were having sex in 
in outside at the uh, uh, Allen Gardens in Toronto, oh, Ontario. <laughs> Uh, we were the up against the wall. Of so the world. fucking sketchy. I'm sure there were needles and condoms. Oh all my around god! Our feet. Absolutely. Um, and we were having sex on the, against the wall at the botanical gardens there in in at Allen Gardens. Lovely botanical gardens. If you get the chance to yeah. explore it. Midnight, like late. There was a bunch of people like in the park. We were clearly like someone could have seen us at any point. I'm sure someone did. And I remember that like afterwards. You were like, so how come you didn't, like, fuck me in my ass? And I was like, what? What do you mean, how come I did? I don't know. Like, I, I didn't know that was on the table. <laughs> and you were like, I said, stick it in my ass. I told you to stick it in my ass, like, three times. And I was like, I did not hear that once. I didn't hear it at all. But you were adamant that you were like, I very clearly said, stick it in my ass. I was probably drunk. Uh, we were, you know, we were definitely drunk. <laughs> All right. Um, University yeah. shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you have a, if you've have a, a lost in translation moment. I'd love that shit tickles my ribs. Oh yeah. No Email idea. it to us. We'll, we'll read it on the podcast or you can keep it anonymous and just send it to us or you can DM us on, on Instagram. Uh, anything like that works. Okay. Um, okay. Enough of that. Yeah. Uh, let's throw it to today's episode. You know what, Bridie? I actually don't even fucking know what today's episode is because we're banking these uh, fucking four like plays. A, like a sperm bank. Yeah, because you're going away we for We're getting pregnant an episode that has yet to walk in the door. So enjoy whatever <laughs> this conversation is. I'm sure it was great. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. mic volume and stuff okay so I, I should let you know then that my oh right you were talking about your your voice being all fucky yeah bec- i think i think it's my throat chakra oh for fuck's <laughs> sakes honestly i feel like everyone's going through that right now though yeah like, there's oh, is, is like Mercury a, in retrograde? Stop <laughs> it. There's always something in retrograde. Watch so that I'm one. Pull this yeah, cool. right up. Oh, right so up. Uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> Basically in your mouth. In my throat chakra here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That'll open Deep it inside up. your throat chakra. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Um, that that's yeah, Bridie's been... I don't know, L. Can we call you L? Yeah, that's that's what most people call me. Okay, yep. great. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people come on and they're like, definitely don't uh, say my real name. I don't want anyone <laughs> to know that I was on this podcast. I don't want anyone to know that I have sex. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Bridie, I don't know if you've been listening kind of like consistently, but Bridie has been really pushing the um, sort of like chakra world. Um, what, what would you say? Like ethereal kind of... Uh, beliefs into the conversation slash trying to like di- like beliebies. douse it into my sex They're life. They're my little believies. I like <laughs> believing them. <laughs> believies. I actually, I had a, a Reiki done recently oh, yeah. and I had never uh, experienced that before. And I was going through like a little bit of a rough patch and I had a, actually Michela, you guys know Michela, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. she did it for me and she said that I was so in tune with like, my chakras and my body that I reacted to every emotion that she was like channeling over me and she, it gave her chills. Oh, wow. And from going from a skeptic to leaving and actually like physically feeling a weight was lifted. It yeah. was oh. so crazy. So I, I completely like understand why you're getting into it because well, it's actually like really cool. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, I, I sometimes mostly just do it as a joke to make Jeremy uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I mean, we're both yoga teachers. We're also both actors. We went to university where we earned a degree rolling around on the floor. I mean, here's the thing. Imagining imagining we were babies and smashing bananas into our uh, yeah, hair. Yeah, I have no <laughs> so, I have no right to sit here and say that it's all mumbo jumbo because mm-hmm. I literally remember a day where we went to class and we were asked to um as a group of 25 students become uh wolves in oh, a wolf yeah. pack and try to dominate our alpha wolf which was our movement teacher. I never in my life have I been more terrified to watch a full-grown woman froth at the mouth. She was a bit frothy anyhow. Oh, my God. 
frothy. Frothy. She anyways. was. She Just was. But I don't think we can frothy. say that. I hope. I hope she's not listening. I hope she is. She oh is. no. Um, no, it, Pippa, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> it wasn't about you. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yes, I. You know, it, but here's the thing, Reiki. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that all plays into sometimes it. It's it's beneficial to believe things. Um, you know, like uh, yeah. sugar pills or whatever. It's like placebo. It, placebo. But yeah. moving your energy around. It's like, well, if you have, first of all, if you're smart and you're creative, I think you can be. I think the power of suggestion and imagination is very useful. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. When you apply yeah. it in a useful way, mm-hmm. for sure. And so. Um, yeah, so my throat chakra, as I was saying, feels a little constricted. I'm a little out of balance there, I think. Is that due to <laughs> sex, by chance? I don't think so. Okay. It's funny, because um, <laughs> someone just asked me how my throat was feeling, whether it was emotional or, or if I was feeling sick, and I was like, I think it's from not speaking my authentic truth. And then I laughed oh really God. hard. Oh, wow. But, God. Yeah. but I think there's <laughs> That's deep right something there. to that. <laughs> my dad told me that when I was a little girl, he was like, you know, sometimes people have sore throats because they're not saying something that they need to say. Yeah, And definitely. I was like, that was one of the moments my dad would say something that just like stuck with profound me profound thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, L, do you, uh, I mean, this is a weird transition slash question, <laughs> but do you incorporate any of this sort of like ethereal woo-woo shit into your sex life? Um, I could say that like, if there's <laughs> any sort of like tension involved, then yeah, I feel like I have to kind of work through that with the way that I am. I'm an extremely anxious person, so I feel like I kind of have to have a little bit of that before going into like a sexual encounter. Oh, yeah? Just kind of like clearing my mind out. Cause What's and your that, routine? Well, yeah, I was going to say, is that something you do on your own or is it something you do with the partner? Um, <coughs> It's kind of a bit of both, I, I would guess. Like... Well, obviously, communication is a very, very strong tool in in the bedroom, and I find that for me, it's the only way. Um, one night stands don't really work for me very well in that sense. Um, so, yeah, I definitely would say I try to keep things. I don't. I don't think I'm talking about my chakras or anything during the act or anything. But I definitely. I, can lend you some books. I think. Yeah, I would love to, <laughs> love to check those out. Um, I think we'll chakras <laughs> opening. <Yeah. laughs> that, that's, that, that's what it sounds like. That's, that's, what that it, that's the sound of the sacral chakra. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chant. Yeah. It's a chant, right? Yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> oh, have my gosh. You, I, I guess my question really was, um, have you ever fucked a wizard? And that's, <laughs> that's where I was going with that. Um, no, I think that's like one of the unicorns out there, right? Like you yeah. want to, you ha- want to, you want to, but it hasn't right. happened yet. All right, okay. Bridie came up with a pretty sweet uh, term for like, so you know how the word unicorn is being pretty heavily thrown around for like the female who will sleep with a couple, like a male yep. female couple. Um, Bridie came up with a great term for oh, yeah. the the male version of a unicorn, which is a centaur. Yep. I like that. I don't a lot. think I made that up. <clears throat> oh, I've you heard didn't? of I've heard of oh, that you, one. Yeah, totally. Oh, my bad. I that thought was you what made I that thought. Up. I wanted you to fucking think that. brilliant. That'd be a lot. <laughs> That'd be a lot to fuck. Yeah, because the bottom half is the horse part. Yeah, and that can kill oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> it can actually kill you. Yeah. <laughs> How many people has it killed? 
Have you not seen Mr. Don't, Hands? You don't want to see this. I there, oh, babe. there are things no, you should on the up. internet no, that no, you no, do no, not L, no, no, L, stop. You got to look up Mr. <laughs> Hands, Brady. Yeah, anybody there's at a home. whole there's a whole uh like documentary on a on a love affair with this this guy has with a horse and it there's there's videos there's I mean you say horse but really it's a stud. I mean we're talking about a <laughs> yeah. fucking stallion like yeah. a As real a gay horse. Uh no 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 just like a really good looking um big, big male horse yeah. horse looking oh, yeah. horse yeah. Killed does, him. Does it kill him? Stuck its horse cock right up his to butt. Her. He he wanted it though. That, that was the whole thing. Was oh like, yeah, that was what he wanted. Wanted it? The, Probably not. Well, yeah, I How guess. Do, I, I think really there's like maybe consensual. some animal abuse stuff. There. Yeah. <laughs> So how did it kill him? Uh, well, he 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 died later that night. Bleeding Some, something. Yeah, internal. Just yeah, well, I mean, ruptured just, it, something. I mean, he pushed all of his <laughs> organs up to his chest, basically. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna say chin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, probably. Yeah, right Maybe. up to his throat chakra. <laughs> I, I wonder if it's as good as he thought it would feel. No, I I, I, I think it was, it was a little it. too good. <laughs> I think that's. Well, we're off to a good start. Yeah, here. really. Jeez, <laughs> centaurs and oh, dying from it. That's All right. Good. Well, let's uh, let's let's reel it in, as Brian would say on the other podcast that I host. Ellen, have um, you ever had sex with a centaur? Oh my god! In my dreams, yes, but no. <coughs> can't no. say. Can't yeah. say in my real life. No. So, <laughs> when what I really mean when I ask that is the F F F F M M F threesome no i oh, haven't yet right. okay no it is still it is still that unicorn okay. for me. Yep. is it is that is the mmf threesome a a um bucket a, list like a bucket item? list kind of goal for you i would say yeah 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 i would say so is it is it is that a bucket list goal for like a lot of women i feel like it probably is for just like your own personal like I'm not even sure how to describe it. It would just be very Achievement much, list. yeah. It, like it would just really help to build your confidence, and you'd feel very much like you'd be like the Wonder Woman of the mm. of the right, of the like a total there. goddess. Yeah, yeah. I guess like you know, you'd you'd be you would be you're being worshipped basically from two different. I mean, sides. if it goes well, yeah. If it, you yeah. Hope. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that still a a, a top notch kind of uh, fantasy for you, Brad? Um, I don't know. Sometimes in this whole open relationship thing with like mul- dating multiple men, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of up to my ears. I was gonna say, right how now. about today? Like, uh, G- uh, well, I'm not allowed to call him Guy, but uh, the boyfriend who passed away, who shall not be named, who does not uh, live anymore, who's dead. Uh, him and I were sitting on the deck earlier today, uh, <laughs> okay. watching videos it's about like, dogs. This is getting even more serious <laughs> of a conversation. So we were watching puppy videos on on my phone today because so uh, this guy who no longer shall be named has a puppy now. Um, and uh, it, it crossed my mind for a second. I was like, I wonder if Bridie thinks this is hot. <laughs> Two, the two great looking men well, sitting in the sun on the porch. No, 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 no. Watching puppy videos. No, no, your husband and your boyfriend. Well, yeah. Who shall not be named. Right, but... Um, no, I wasn't thinking... I did look over once and I was like, this is very charming. It's kind of cute. For, for like moment. me personally, it has to be like a certain dynamic because you know you can you can be like in the bedroom with two men, but 
they're not going to want to put their dicks anywhere near each other you yeah. know they're already planning in their head like i'm going to be here you're going to be there like they're going to want to be at other ends of the room but what, what if they're I would okay want, with it well exactly what i would want is somebody who would be okay with experimenting experimenting with like the whole experience mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. That would be the true unicorn, right? and that's what I've been thinking. So, so Bridie kind of planted this seed in my in my brain uh, back in February, and we did this live sh- live kind of recording at, at Good Robot here mm-hmm. in Halifax, and and Bridie basically pitched me. This is why I think that having a threesome with another guy and me, Bridie, would be a good idea. And I've been thinking about that since then. And also talking to other guests that we have had on the show, in particular Craig, and talking to Craig about like bits touching bits and guy and and that whole thing, and like uh, you know I'm I'm down to like make out with the dude. I feel like it would be weird to not have engagement of some sort with the other the other guy for myself. Now, obviously, everyone's different, but like for myself, like if I was going into that situation, I think there would have to be some sort of like. Mm-hmm. You know, three-way engagement. Can you imagine if both of them were just pretending the other one wasn't there? Just would, like see that would be so like weird. They couldn't see each other. Like that would be the weirdest fucking thing. That would me. be extremely weird. But I feel like most like men that I know in my life, that's what they would do. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's one of those fantasies that just doesn't exist in reality the way i see it in my head yeah and i think probably the way i see it in my head is like more of a ravaging situation um which is the word that uh dan savage uses as opposed to like rape fantasies which is like Mm -hmm. um you're not that's not the fantasy the fantasy is being ravaged and that i think is the that's the fantasy for me anyway um and like but then, like, a power shift where I become in control? I don't know. I just don't yeah. think it really exists outside of outside of my head, the mm. way that I think about it. No, I totally can relate. That's how I feel, too. Yeah. I'm okay with the other version of, like, a unicorn with the female, female, male. Mm-hmm. I find that when you can almost have those things, yeah. it's a little bit easier to acquire that way mm-hmm. than it, it is with two males. Mm-hmm. With like two females, you, I feel like you can get that vibe a lot easier. Yeah. Have you had that experience much? The uh, yes, female, female, male? Yeah. And are you, so are, let, I, I'm curious to know, are you, um, I never know how to fucking a- ask this question without without feeling like someone's going to be offended. Okay. Can you guys help me he- out yep. here for a second? What do you... Do I say, what do you identify as? Or do I say, what do you... Like, what do you... Who and what are you attracted to? I honestly, at this point in my life, I've been on a very much a soul search. Um, and I <coughs> couldn't necessarily... For me, it's <gasps> the person. Like, it's the experience. It's like how I'm vibing with a particular person, whether they're male, female, trans etc so, so pansexual is pansexual kind of yeah. yeah i think would, you, would you identify that the right as way. queer um i wouldn't necessarily say so i've mm-hmm. i've never um i've never really gone and dated a, a female before so i wouldn't want to put that um out there as that but definitely just uh mm-hmm. kind of just experiencing embarrassing life right now and mm-hmm. what's that like what's your what is your what is your sexual being 
life like currently? <laughs> currently, um, I, it's been an interesting ride, to say the least. Um, the last uh, two years, I've really uh, discovered who I am as a person, um, which, you know, I feel like most people take it takes their whole life to, to figure this out. Um, I... We're going to get serious, guys. Yeah, yeah let's get serious. <laughs> yeah. Let's go there. Um, so I realized about two years ago that I suffer from PTSD, um, which was starting to not only affect my relationships with my like significant other, it was starting to affect my relationship I had with myself and with my friends and with my family. Um, so I started to go to a psychiatrist, um, which in turn kind of turned into like a sex therapist at the same time, um, which has kind of really helped me discover more about myself and what I'm comfortable with and like allowing to happen in the bedroom, um, which kind of coincides with something else I discovered about myself, which in the last year has really kind of um, been a huge eye opener. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever like heard of what vaginismus is before. it's, I haven't until I looked it up when you <laughs> yes. emailed us to apply. Yeah. Well, that's what's great about your guys' podcast is it really just like shows me that I can actually have somebody to talk to about this and really kind of share with other people what it is too. Um, you guys have obviously seen like Viagra commercials going around for males that suffer from like erectile, erectile dysfunction. Yeah. So basically what vaginismus is, is the female version of that. Oh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's uh, something that like, even with like going to a doctor, you know, they, there's no real reason why it happens. Um, there's, for me, there's different stages that it can happen. It can happen with anybody, basically. So even with your friend who was a Jehovah's Witness, you know, they're very strict on, like, anything to do with, like, sex at all. Mm-hmm. So somebody who has that notion in their mind, their body's basically telling them, like, no, you are not having sex. So what it does is basically, like, your pelvic, like, floor wall is... Your, say, your first chakra your my first chakra basically closes off and will not allow penetration okay um so that also would be like the actual like the 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 vaginal opening itself yep like like clenches so tightly that it just won't it won't so like even it can even be like if you were going for pap tests like you can't there's no entry even with tampons there's like no entry so there's different severities of it um for me it's uh kind of it's it's all over the place so it all it basically depends on the partner that i'm that i'm experimenting with it's uh so I kind of figured this out about myself about a year ago. Um, and I'm, I basically just found out about it the same way you guys did. A friend of mine was like, have you guys, have you ever thought that maybe this was what was wrong? And cause I have constantly over the last like few years have said, you know, it's like hitting a wall. Like, and that's one of the main things that people will hear is like, it's like hitting a wall. And, you know, when you're in the bedroom and it's just like, oh, well, you're too tight or like, oh, we'll just add some more lube or something, you know, like for me, that doesn't become pleasurable that way. 
Um, do you do you remember the first time that you ran into the this like the wall, this experience in particular? <laughs> yeah, I do actually. What was that like? Um, it was really like disheartening for me. I was really frustrated in myself, um, but it, like. I didn't really like I thought there was something like wrong with me I'm like well why am I not enjoying this you know the the guy felt like really uncomfortable about it too obviously was it a one-night stand type situation it was it was and you know that's where I'm kind of like it's all about really understanding myself at this point um there's, you know, with vaginismus, it can be um, like you can, there's entry and you feel great. And then if like my mind er, goes elsewhere or if something's not going my way, then it starts to hurt. Oh, and wow. then that's where, you know, things become like really uncomfortable. For, and what is it uncomfortable for someone who's like inside you as well? Can they feel that? I, I've been like, there's so many terms that you hear, especially from one night stands that it's like, oh my god you're just so tight you're so tight like wow like like good for you you know and it's like well that's great like i've wow you're so tight (laughs) i i'm impressed but it kind of hurts yeah yeah i've i've broken condoms before like just from like entry like just from being so so tight when it happened the first time um, was it this situation where like it started off and everything was all good and then and then it began to hurt? No, it was like it was an immediate. Okay, now immediate. So did you were you like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like was it was it super foreign? Like it, it literally came out of nowhere? Um, I've had I've had like I've had in the past pain from having sex before, and then was just always like, oh, it's just the position. Right. Right. And then this this one situation happened, and it was like. I've I've had issues with tampons before, like not being able to to get them out or like freaking out and like that kind of stuff. But this was the first like sexual encounter that it really, like, just really bummed me out, like really frustrated me. And it, it was like a one night stand situation, and it like it ended up just like things kind of went a little bit forceful because obviously he was wanting something and that I couldn't really provide at the mm-hmm. time. Um, so yeah, it like. After that, it kind of just sparked something in me that there is definitely something to look into Something's more. Up. Yeah. Um, so the main, like, the, there's no real cause for it, but the main thing is that it's definitely anxiety driven. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a lot of things that I'm, again, on this soul searching, finding out about myself. Um, mm-hmm. One of those being the PTSD. So do you, um, this is directly linked to the PTSD. Yeah. Is is your, and I hope this isn't too, too uh, personal of a question, but is your PTSD directly related to sex? Um, it's it's uh, from, a, <coughs> like, abuse, yes, from okay. from a male. Yeah, so uh, it's uh, it's all becoming, like, really clear to me. It's That's what's great about being, like, able to talk about this stuff is, being able to open up and share things that I technically really haven't really ever shared before. Mm-hmm. So thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, I just wonder if there's a part of that um, that re- helps to like when the more you talk about it, it helps to reduce anxiety. It does. Yeah, it really does. Um, like with this whole thing, I'm I'm learning a lot of things. My my thing is is that like 
when I am really into sex, like I really um, do like things, do like things rough. Mm -hmm. Like one of my like things that even like when I'm like having sex with myself is that I love to be choked. Like that is that is the thing that I really enjoy. Um, But the thing that I'm noticing is if it's not done a certain way, it like triggers something in me that is not the way that I want it to be done. What's the certain way? Um, it's more of like a guided thing. So if like I put my hands there first and have them put them there, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, one, like if one hand is fine, if it's, but then as soon as like two hands are involved, it's too much, it's, it's too much and it's not something for I've me. I've heard that before too. I've, I've actually, I've slept with someone who had that almost, almost identical where it was really? like one yeah. hand is, is great. Go for it. Like green light yeah as soon as you put two hands on my neck fucking hard red light yeah and it was like immediate which is super interesting i don't know yeah i feel like that might not be as like that uncommon yeah and well and that's the thing with all of this is that like you you don't really like put two and two together and think of them until like something like this happens Mm. to me anyways like that it's i'm now like connecting all the dots, you know, <laughs> like right. figuring everything out. So, and what's that process like? So, I'm I'm guessing this is coming from therapy. Yeah, right. Therapy, this ability yeah. to like, uh, you know, face this head on and and be able to talk about it openly. Yeah. Um, you know, you were saying that you went to see a therapist and then it sort of turned into sexual therapy. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was that experience like? um awkward (laughs) definitely awkward um well once I figured out that like vaginismus was definitely something that like I was going through um like after talking to my doctor I went to my therapist and talked to her about it um and it just turned into um kind of doing basically like a stepladder of like things that will like make me feel good to things that will not make me feel good. Um, that would be like leading up to sex, during sex, and after sex. Mm. So it kind of helped me to like pinpoint. And I'm always adding to these things, but it kind of helped me like pinpoint where I was like experiencing anxiety, where these things were happening, where you know some experiences I'd have great sex, and then the next time I'd have sex, like I couldn't have sex. So it was just like being able to decipher what it was that was going on. And is it just through trial and error or, or is it Unfortunately, a lot of it is. Oh yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. So there were, were there any like exercises that the the two of you would do that would sort of bring this out? Um, well, Kegels are a big thing. They, they talk a lot about that. There are, um, like arousal gels out there, um, that, it's funny like i talked about the viagra there was a company that did this arazo gel that wanted to put commercials out there for women you know basically like your same viagra commercial but for women and they did they would not like Mm. accept it you know that's interesting yeah like most people like is it interesting because i feel like to me that's not a fucking surprise you know, it's like I, I was having a conversation tonight with uh, a friend of ours, Leslie. She was on Sick Boy. She has endometriosis. And we were talking about how endo is just as prevalent in the population as, as diabetes. 
Yet Endo has something like, like, fucking crazy, like five percent of the, um, of the budget to like research towards endometriosis right. versus diabetes. Yeah. All because it's a female issue. Yeah, I think so. Probably because women's pain threshold is so much higher than men that they just don't fucking complain about it, and then diagnosed <laughs> <laughs> largely. Yeah. Touche. It's, it, it's still, unfortunately, a fairly male-dominated mm. society we live in. And if there's a pill to make a man's dick hurt, they're going to promote for it. But yeah. that's like most women don't even know that this is a thing. I didn't even know this was a thing. And now that I do, like it's opened my world, basically. Like mm-hmm. I felt so like frustrated and uncomfortable with myself after like some sexual experiences. Like why... Like, I feel good. Like, why is this such an, like, becoming such a hard thing to to deal with? This sounds, this is extremely frustrating. Um, and I just want to put it into context because I don't know how old you are or when this, like, started. Yeah. And I'm really curious. Um, so I'm, I'm 28. Um, and this probably started about, like, three years ago. I'd say. Okay. And I only really knew what it was about like a year ago. So when did you first start like having sexual experiences? Oh, um, <laughs> I've been, I've been 16. Okay. 16. Yep. And, uh, and was there, did you have much of a conversation going with any sort of parental figure or role model or like teacher that was like sex is shameful or sex is positive or anything? No, on no. A, no, I actually had n- none of that. No. no, everything that I learned was from personal experience and porn, which right. I feel like most people—that's where they get it from these days. Right? Yeah, totally. Um, and you don't see that in porn. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. You see the opposite, and that's where a lot of I feel like women would could be extremely frustrated about. It's like people getting their, their like, life education from, like, absurdist comedy. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's the equivalent of, like, being like, I'm going to get my sexual education from porn. Like, yeah. it's just the the wackiest version of sex. You had somebody on the show um, that did, that talked about, like, female directors of doing porno. Mm. And I started watching that recently, and that's all I watch now. Because I gave, you were Sweet. Talking, was, that, that was what got you into it? It was yeah, checking yeah. out, like, people like... Uh, like Erica Lust. Erica Lust. And yeah. Sweet. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did you check out a Four-Chambered Heart? Yes. Yeah. Super rad. Super rad, yeah. Super fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. So, <coughs> thanks again, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing our best. Yeah. Um... What has the reaction been like of your sexual partners to this other than other than the um you're so tight response? <laughs> um well I don't really use the word vaginismus because most of the time that's like, oh you have what? Like you have an STI. You have STI, yeah. like what's going on down there? Like it's immediately like, whoa. So <laughs> I I've I've become quite comfortable with telling people that I have anxiety, um, and that like communication for me is necessary Mm -hmm. um and that sometimes for me like sex isn't always the end result like foreplay is where like i've like i I like to play yeah (laughs) um so just making sure that you know that they're aware of that 
um a lot of men have been finding like it like the confidence nice like being able to like like i've been trying to be a little bit more like forward i guess with with this kind of stuff and so they are liking that and and now that i'm able to understand what's going on i'm able to like feel a little bit more comfortable with myself going into it and mm. which is less anxiety which is causing me like actually able to have comfortable pleasurable sex mm-hmm. yeah this is a bit of a like an anatomy question here um can you so like if the if the the vaginal sort of like opening is the thing that's kind of closing off and that's what makes this painful and it, it's what makes guys be like oh you're so tight is does does your does the like stimulate stimulation of like the clitoris also kind of go nope not happening like we're not no that's we're not involved fully functional oh yep yeah so huh. that's usually a big thing is like with uh one night stands you know sometimes there you don't usually get a lot of the foreplay it's just like bada bing, bada bada boom. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so that's where the forwardness comes into play a lot is that if i can feel comfortable and feel stimulated then i'll be able to feel comfortable to have like open the doors you know right, <laughs> like right. i'll actually be able to to have sex comfortably yeah yeah hmm. I'm just like totally picturing myself like just being like, just hold on. I just need a minute to sit up straight and feel my breath and relax my base yeah. chakra. And- well, it's it's such a such a weird thing, you know. And and like on other times, you know, I I will have great sex, but then just other times, you know, it's like it's 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 like hitting the wall and it's like it almost can hurt the man because it's like you've got a hard boner that is being bent and not being able to like mm. fit in <laughs> yeah. yeah so you are um you are a professional makeup artist and yep. you do a lot of modeling i do yep and uh, your modeling is very like uh what like what would you you're like an alt model is that what's the, like how did, what's the word in there I honestly i'm not even sure i would say i would say an alt model but that's just f- from my lifestyle choice of tattoos coloring and, my body and yeah, my right. hair yeah but your your so your instagram is like pretty pretty heavily flooded with um i mean there's there's some like definitely like some f- fashion photography mm-hmm. and like a lot of like color like hair stuff and but there's also some some like really like um there's some like really sultry. sexy, yeah. sultry photos on there. Yep. Um, and you know we had we had Carly in not mm-hmm. too long ago, and blessed be uh, love her. Uh, yeah. Blessed be she. She is. <laughs> yeah. the, she's amazing. Yeah. Also very similar. Like there's a lot of. She's also got that sort of like alt look, a lot of tattoos, but also mm-hmm. super like sultry photos that uh, you know uh, Helena has been taking and yeah, uh, other people. Mm-hmm. Um, do have you noticed that? that this this sort of like uh outward sexual like openly sexual appearance has has like uh, i feel like this question is going like, to come off as like really shitty and douchey oh, no, but, like what, do I, it. what i mean is please like has it. it has it given like a uh the wrong impre- like do you feel like people have taken the wrong impression in your your like your sexual situation. Yeah, or have made assumptions about... Yeah. Totally. 
hundred percent, like on the nose. Um, I I do put a lot of that out there, um, mainly like I, I put it out there to promote like body positivity. Um, you know, um, kind of breaking down the stigma of sex and mm-hmm. by just you know just being me out there. Um, but it definitely uh, has brought a little bit of a like what people assume is what I'm going to be like in the bedroom. Mm. I get uh, the term freak a lot. Oh, you're freaky or oh, you're such a freak mm. without really knowing anything about me besides that. The pictures that they <laughs> the see. Pictures. It's so it's an interesting question. I asked Carly the same thing. Like, is your social media life representative of your real life? And I don't think I don't think you can ask many people that and get the answer of yes, it is. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people are very different from from what we from what we put out there in social media. Oh, definitely. I'm I'm fascinated by the fact that you you put forward these like sexually positive body positive images forward considering the fact that you you carry so much anxiety yeah and you know are are working through post-traumatic stress disorder yeah which all ties back into sexuality yeah is do you think that your your you know your like presence on social media is a way for you to like self um like a like its own sort of self-therapy i don't want to put words in your mouth but i i feel like Yes, definitely. I feel like most women do these days. Uh, you know, you're looking for those likes sometimes when you're feeling feeling mm-hmm. a little low. Um, for me, I like the main the main target audience for me lately has been women. Um, just like trying to help them discover themselves and feel flawless with their flaws you know like feel really good about themselves and in my like self-discovery over the last two years you know I've I feel like I've been also trying to really push that for myself and so I've been able to push a bit more out into the world to really help bring that all around I guess do you have people reach out to you like about that or like have you become maybe a role model in other people's lives uh yeah i would say um i i keep myself in a pretty tight-knit group of really uh positive like encouraging women um and i feel that with like the trifecta that i have going on that it it really um helps to promote um self-worth and body positivity and just embracing um, every flaw that you have in yourself. So I definitely, I have had uh, people comment and thank you, like say thanks for that and that it, it's an inspiring thing to see and inspiring to see, you know, not putting shade on anybody and just keeping it completely positive is a really good, really good outlook. So I think what I'm like getting right now is like this thing that I need to investigate a little bit in my head and in my reading and stuff it's just like that sexuality and sex are two different things right and Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I, when it comes to Instagram and like wanting those likes and feeling validated by them and literally the chemical release that you get, um, and how that affects our mental health in the long term, like I have a lot of discomfort and distress about it mm-hmm. in, in, and I'm really, and I'm on it and I'm not, I'm not bigger than it. And I'm, and I like getting the likes too. And I like looking at like really pleasing images of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm at a phase in my life where I've grown through a, enough of my own self-consciousness and like insecurity that I don't look at those things and compare myself. Like I know a lot of yeah, young people well, That's do. really good to come to that because it, it takes a while. It does. I feel like oh, there's a lot of women out there that haven't reached that point. And I think it's also insidious and I think yeah. it's in there it's even though I don't see it as as much as I used to be aware of it and mm. like became aware of it um like when you were talking about the Viagra commercials and then the women not getting their play time on the you know commercial mm. scene to to say like oh that is me and I have that and I'm not alone and there's a way to handle it and it's like um I was not aware you're like almost not aware of even those like subtle messages and like boys watching porn for sex education it's like yeah you can tell them all the time that that's not reality and mm-hmm. they can be like this isn't reality but th- what it's actually doing is 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 deeper l- seated than that yeah definitely Okay, I have some things to think about. Yeah, that's what's great about these conversations is there's always, like, something to go home and think about afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back to your, your experience with uh, um, vagin- vaginismus. Nismus. Yeah. It's, it's like Christmas. Word. Yeah. It is. Just t- you don't want it at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the, what is the, I think we kind of, I think we basically covered like the worst experiences or at least Mm -hmm. like the, the shitty experiences that have come with that. Um, what's the best experience that you've had with someone considering the fact that, you know, your vaginismus has been like front and center? Um, it's more of like, it's a, it's like an internal thing of like just feeling like accomplished of being able to communicate properly, being able to feel comfortable with the person you're with and tell them when like things aren't like when you're feeling uncomfortable with something like with the the choking thing for me um, and feeling really good about it and successfully orgasming and coming and you're like, yes, that, well, that was great. Like it's, it's been happening a little bit more often with me lately, which is really uh, a great I give myself a high five yeah <laughs> one of those high fiveable moments that's uh I I've like I now I high five most of my sexual uh partners <laughs> um nice. they don't know why but I know why <laughs> high fives all around <laughs> to all know. of them she out there every know. time yeah um <laughs> that's other than as I'm curious about more about the communication like um because that's like obviously so key but so hard for so many people so other than the choking thing like what other ways have you had to navigate communication um well the way we brought up the like people calling me a freak and stuff so that with calling like having those assumptions bring on 
other assumptions in the bedroom too mm-hmm. um open hand smacks and like f- physically pushing and stuff and I, i'll get back to the smacking because that i actually smacked him right back because yeah. <laughs> i Fuck was yeah. so blown away by it but it was because he had this assumption of me being a freak before even talking to me about what i was comfortable <sighs> what with the boundaries about, are what the boundaries were hmm. um so th- there's there i i am like when i am comfortable i do i am a quite rough person in the bedroom um but when it's not uh like when i'm not involved and it's just become like a a physical like thing then i can't i can't have anything to do with it sorry is it um communication that happens in the moment or always beforehand both yeah Okay. Uh, it, it there's definitely has to be talk beforehand because um, that's either when I'll close up or I won't. <laughs> Do you feel like there's enough of that? Because I feel I feel like what you just said, Bridie. There's not enough of that beforehand in no. general beforehand conversation. And that's that's the uh, that's the thing where I'm I've now. 100% know about myself that one night stands are not mm-hmm. a thing for me because most of the time when that happens it's either you're out at a bar you've had a couple mm-hmm. too many glasses you aren't talking about anything about that at the bar and usually when you get back that's usually mm-hmm. like yeah and like not to say that it's it's like well shame on you for not having the conversation beforehand because like it's, it happens it's, yeah, yeah like I would be totally shy too to like be like hey tell me what you like like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. what can i do what can i do like those kinds of conversations are not easy to bring up they're not they're not but when you find the way to bring it up and that floodgate is opened mm-hmm. once it opens it's very sexy it fucking opens and yeah. it's like oh, oh my wow, this is really open. hot like <laughs> yeah it, it is foreplay like that is yeah. a that is a, a totally a type of foreplay but to get over that hump is is very challenging. It is. But I like I I implore people out there who are listening, you know, if you are in that if you're living that lifestyle where you're living, you know, you're having one night stands or you're seeking partners that are not going to be uh, long term, find a way to have those conversations before you even get to the bedroom. Like cuz yep. it's it, not only is it sexy it's as hot. fuck and yeah. hot, but also it's really important. Yeah, I listened mm-hmm. to uh, Dan Savage's podcast today, and someone called in, and she was like, "I've been dating this guy for blah 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 blah, and neither one of us have said I love you, and I feel it, and I want to say it, but I'm scared he's not going to say it back." And I was just sitting here thinking about trying to start that conversation in a bar because I'm pretty comfortable at this point talking about sex and right. talking about what I like, mostly because I'm figuring it out, um, yep. and also I'm a lot less shy to like use even like phrases or words that used to make me feel like, uh, um, but I was just trying to put myself, let me fist you in your ass. Like (laughs) that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, self-discovery right there. Uh, you gotta, you gotta (coughs) test yourself. Find out what you're made of. Yeah. Uh, That's all I'm trying to say there. But, uh, no, um, just like I can imagine there's probably a lot of men and women and everyone in between, uh, um, on, or on the outskirts out there going like, well, if I were to say on a date, let's talk about what you like in the bedroom or let me tell you like what I really like, that 
there are so many ways that could go Mm -hmm. or you could be afraid that would go and therefore not broach it Mm -hmm. um as a woman like being too forward as a as a, a man maybe it's like again being too forward or like being too aggressive or whatever it is your fear is around but if it's up always a like, a, like a first date too you know you're trying to impress them so you might say some things to like that they might like instead of actually saying what you Ooh. might like yeah yeah totally don't do that don't do that. <laughs> just be real. Just you know be I mean? real. Like, just be super that, fucking But that real. also, like, can go into after the one-night stand. Like, the two days later when you haven't heard from them after you've messaged them. You mm. know, there's always there's always room for, like, bettering the communication. Whether it's even after the act being like, hey, this is just a one-night thing. Or... Like, I'm not looking for, you know, just saying what you're looking for afterwards. And that that's where the term ghosting yeah. is mm. so, like, fluid in, like, our age group now. Because mm. people can't have that end conversation, let alone the, the communication in the beginning. It's the end one, too. That's Which, oh. again, it's just that thing. It's like, commit to it. Just fucking commit. Yeah. And say it. Say just what say you it. need. Say what you want. Like, yeah. like I, you know, we've talked about it already on the podcast. So I don't want to like beat beat a dead horse, but coming back to the the experience that Beck and I had over the weekend, we had a threesome with someone, and like that came up in the conversation. And actually, you know, I got to applaud her, and she's probably listening right now. So <laughs> good fucking job, Gilan. But she said, "Hey, what are you guys looking to get out of this? Is this something that you're looking to do again?" And if not, I'm okay with that. But I just need to know for myself, like, am I just being, am I just a one-off thing? Or am mm-hmm. I, or are we looking to, like, start a relationship? Is this an audition? Yeah, 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 exa- yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, like... Well, man, I applaud her for that. That It's the forwardness, you know, yeah. that is actually really nice. Some people might not think it is, but it's actually, like, for personal thing it's it's and what you have to do that made my heart fucking like swoon because mm-hmm. i knew that this likely it's probably going to be a one-time thing and maybe it'll be like a two or three time thing mm-hmm. but we're not looking to have a relationship with her yeah but the fact that she brought that up it was like fuck yeah like honestly she she nailed it like she nailed she was very forward in that in that yeah. in that way and i absolutely commend her for that and i think that anybody out there who's even if you're having like a just a just a regular old like vanilla date yeah same thing like just say the things that you're looking for i would just like to point out <laughs> team that we brought this back around to speaking your authentic truth yes, and yes. throat chakra throat how's chakra brady how's your throat chakra feeling well right full circle right yeah. there <laughs> i feel a lot more free right now yeah. um, oh good I, I guess I just like it's hard after having so many conversations like this to remember that for other people they're so kind of hard or challenging to have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so I guess my question then is if since you didn't have that role model and you didn't have that guy talking to you about sexuality, if there if you had could, could go be your own mentor at that age it what would you tell yourself knowing what you know now oh my god 
That's a big one. <laughs> That's a heavy one. Yeah. That's a heavy one. Oh, let me think on that for a second. Yeah, take your time. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I've always had anxiety back then. I was on medication for it. Um, so there's there's always, like, knowing that what I am is who I am and not what a man perceives me as. Because I feel like growing up, I was very, I grew up as a tomboy as a kid. And then once I hit junior high, I was like, what the fuck? I have to wear thongs? Like, I have to, like, start wearing makeup? Like, what is going on here? God damn it, Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um, so it was just, like, being able to just make decisions for myself and maybe not for the men around me. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one of the biggest ones, I would say. And that would probably save me a lot of uh, stress in the long run, where I, I probably wouldn't have, have gone through uh, some traumatic moments. So. I bet there's a lot of women that hear that and are like, yep, that's pretty bang on. Yeah. I think that I feel like that's what people like my sister who have, you know, 15-year-old daughters are trying to mm. navigate with the Instagram yeah. world especially. Oh, yeah, Definitely. And in terms of sex therapy, because I've always been curious about what they do and, like, what happens in there. Like, do you think that'll be, like, where you are having more positive experiences? Is that something you're going to continue doing? What pur- what purpose does it serve in your life moving forward, do you think? Um, it's reassurance, basically, at this point, is knowing that I am progressing and being able to still talk to somebody about it. Um, I don't have a sex therapist. I just have my therapist who I, I talk to openly. Um, I feel like everyone should talk to a therapist at some point in their life because you can't have these conversations with your friends all the time or your family or significant others. So I definitely think it, like moving forward, I might not go as often now that I'm finally at that point that I'm feeling a little more confident and forward and in my like sexual endeavors um but it it's definitely the reassurance of knowing that I've made a change and I'm continuing on with it I haven't experienced um like a I don't even like I don't even know what you would call it like a vaginismus like Episode. episode i was gonna say outbreak but i'm like that's yeah. even worse yeah, like- <laughs> um i haven't had one in a while um and that's definitely come from being able to communicate more and being more forward and uh, yeah just being for- more forward in general um pushing for foreplay is has been the the biggest the biggest thing for me because before you know you just kind of do things because you're doing them but now i'm actually able to pinpoint what was wrong and now going forward it's been great so i think that's a really good note because um i also i've been i've had therapists here and there throughout mm-hmm. my life and like the idea i remember i got the message very early when i was like i want to talk to a counselor i think i said it to my stepmom one time and she was like no we you know we need to be able to discuss this and communicate as a family mm. and then when i finally started like seeing a psychologist at one point i was going through some things um I was like, oh, this is someone who, when I tell them things, isn't emotionally affected Mm. by what I have to say. My friends and my family, they want to say the right thing. 
and they're concerned and then and then i become the caretaker of them yeah there's mm-hmm. no biases they're just yeah and they're, they're just speaking from just an like, outsider's perspective right yeah, yeah. Yep. and they are listeners yeah and yeah. they have listened to many things and yeah. have probably collected a a body of really helpful information Oh, yeah. I've gone through a few just because I am a very alternative person. So I have done some things and I've brought them to a therapist before. And the looks they give you, it's like, well, you're not the therapist for me. Like, you know, when you bring a certain something up, if sex, drug and rock and roll, you know, like they're not going to be into knowing about that stuff if you don't find the the right fit. So it's taken some time, but I'm there now, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. Is there anything we haven't touched on today that you were hoping we would get into? Oh, man. I don't know. I think it's been like a, a great conversation. I, It's been nice to be able to openly talk about the vaginismus issue because um, I do know probably somebody who's listening has experienced something similar Guaranteed. to it with... Oh, having any freaking clue that it's actually a thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, f- for me, like, I, I love your guys' show. So being able to come and actually feel confident enough to be able to tell a side of me that people on my Instagram would have no idea the, the backstory of is mm-hmm. kind of just really refreshing. It's nice. Well, where can people find you? What's your, uh, what's your Instagram, Instagram handle? Yeah, so I'm just uh, L Munster, and then I have a, a page for my makeup, so you don't have to see pictures of my butt. Um, it's just uh, L Munster makeup. So sweet. www.lmunster.com. And you're doing some pretty rad stuff with uh, we were talking about it, like microblading. Microblading, yeah, yep. yeah. So that's my my new uh, my new jam. I never thought I could be more obsessed with eyebrows than have I am now. You heard about now. this, Brad? Do you know nope. microblading? Tell Bridie what it is. Okay, it's so it's like rad. a it's a semi semi permanent tattoo. Um, it's basically uh, drawing uh, natural hair strokes, like imp- like basically. Um, I wouldn't even call it tattooing them on, um, but like stenciling them on like with a blade, um, and it just really gives like a natural appearance uh, to a brow. Most people can't really tell the difference from like a put-in stroke to a natural one. Okay. Um, so it really just helps, like, develop and define the brow. It's so if your exciting. eyebrows are falling out, check out Elle Munster on Instagram, <laughs> and she'll hook your ass up. I don't yeah. think you need any more eyebrows. Fuck no. Are you kidding no. me? I've got, like, <laughs> dude, I got, my barber has to trim my eyebrows every uh, two weeks, or else I start turning into this uh, gentleman by the name of Peter Wilde. <laughs> There's going to be about three people who listen to this podcast who get that reference. But, They're uh, like wizardy. Oh, yeah. yeah Wizard yes. eyebrows. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's something that, Elle, you might find interesting. Bridie, you, I think you already know. In the last month, I've had about 30 white hairs pulled out of my head. 
Oh, damn. I know. I'm heading towards 30 that. of them. 30 fucking white <laughs> You've hairs. been counting them. I have That's been. a little obsessive. <laughs> <laughs> I have been counting them. He's got them in a little box. I'm, next a, to yeah. I'm a little worried. Just keep them all and then dye them yeah. and then, yeah, do and something with replant. them. Yeah, well, replant. Yeah, replant. <laughs> when they all turn white, I'm coming to UL and you can tattoo my head with black hair. Right. Yeah, we were, we were going to say that about your butthole, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to be waxed right. anymore. Yeah, yeah if you decide right. you want that hair yeah. back. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, thank Thank you. Thank you so much, Al, for coming yeah, in today. thank you. It was really thank fun. Thank you both. And thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And as always, we'll be back next week with another fascinating episode. Maybe Big will be with us again, snoring away in the corner. Um, until then, head on over to iTunes and... And Instagram? No, subscribe. Oh. On iTunes. Super <laughs> but, important. Yes, yeah, super yes. important. Don't forget that, Bridie. And um, leave us a rating and a review. Let us know what you think of the show. If you think I dominate the conversation and talk way too much. You're put, not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> There's somebody else who thinks that. They gave us a three-star review. I mean, let us know in the review, but just give us five stars regardless. <laughs> yeah. But hey, whatever. It's or all good. Or send us just a private email. Yeah. I mean, three or just stars. Let us, yeah, or just let us know. <laughs> whatever. Whoever's out there who said that, I hear you. You, you know, it's just part of my personality, and I'm sorry, and uh, and I'm trying. I'm I, I actually am trying. So I'm trying you. too. Yeah, Bride is trying to also step up by speaking a little bit more and releasing the muscles around my throat chakra. Yeah, that's so right. Well, you that. know, we we fucking went there. We might as well say it. I I speak. Your throat chakra is fucking wide my open. My throat chakra is as wide open and as hairless as my butthole. <laughs> and Bridie's throat it's full chakra of tiny hairs. is just tiny. clogged up with hairs. <laughs> but this has been our relationship our entire life. I always have always dominated the conversation. So I'm sorry, listener, whoever, whoever. It's also because you're just louder than me. Yeah, I'm so fucking loud. I'm the loudest person I know. It's stupid. <laughs> Someone's giving you a three-star review right now. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. Right now, it's going, going down two. Fuck up, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. Um, and we're on Instagram. We've got lots of uh, sultry, sexy photos over there of other people's butts and our butts and butts With a really galore. nice, appealing filter color on it. Yeah. So uh, head on over there. Uh, give us a like. And we're on Facebook. And hey, listen up. Uh, we're doing live shows now. We did our first live show. We sold it out. It was a fucking blast. We got another one coming up pretty In- soon. What, do you have a date? Prince Edward Island. Oh, on Prince Edward Island. Shit. Yeah, in Charlottetown. Oh, man. I didn't know about this. If you're on PEI, go on over to our Facebook. If you haven't liked it, you're going to miss out on the tickets. So. Yeah, it's going to be on our wedding anniversary, too. So a very special date. You'll want oh, to be there. Oh, shit. August 11th. Yep. At 11-11. Yep. Well... <laughs> Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, hope you enjoyed this week. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Until, until next then. week. Go fuck yourself. Uh. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.